Welcome to the Doing It Scared podcast with your host, Leah Coltis. So the biggest lesson I've learned when it comes to fear, the very thing that you're afraid of and avoiding is the thing that's gonna change your life. It's the thing that's gonna make you successful. Whether it's getting up on that stage, having that hard conversation, or maybe it's taking the first step in creating a better life for yourself. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. So stop thinking about what you're gonna do and just take that first step and do it scared. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Doing It Scared podcast. This is your host, Leah Coltis, and this is episode one. Oh, <laughs> and here I am, doing it scared. Um, let me tell you, this has been a process to get this freaking episode on the go. Um, you know, I've been wanting to record a po- podcast for a very long time, and uh, really the subject matter was always the the kicker, right? I'm like, what? in the name of God am I going to talk about? Um, And it was through a conversation with a friend of mine who's actually going to be on the podcast. Uh, She's going to be my first guest um, in the coming weeks that, um, you know, through shooting the shit back and forth that we both were like, you know, it's got to be something about fear. Because we all have it. We all have to embrace it. We all have to face it at some point. Um, you know, and a lot of times it holds us back, right? It holds us back from doing the things that we really want to do. Um, and you know, and I'm not talking about, it's one thing to, you know, jump out of a plane. (laughs) Those things are, are, you know, more extreme fear facing things. That is not something that I ever want to do. Although jumping in a plane, I don't know, maybe I would. Um, (laughs) we'll see. That'll be, that'll be the next podcast. Coming up on episode two of Leah doing it scared is Leah jumping out of a plane. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, but yeah, I've been procrastinating trying to get this episode off the ground. I, you know, I put it out there into the universe. I posted about it on Instagram. I got my good friend to do the uh, the podcast art, like the cover art for it. Um, you know, I launched a date. And I thought if I put it out there, then I'm forced to do it. And that has sort of been my motto when it comes to facing fear, especially when it comes to my business. Um, So I am the owner and operator of the Elevated Experience, which started off as a yoga dance class that I created where I take my yoga and my DJ experience and my, I guess, performance experience as a singer. um, And I kind of combined it all into one class um, and I called it the elevated experience because I really wanted to elevate your experience, um, your class experience, your in-studio experience. And what I didn't realize by calling it the elevated experience was that it was actually going to evolve into so much more. And I really want to elevate your experience in more ways than one. And talking about fear and normalizing fear Um, and how I have overcome fear and how I still face it even in this moment as I speak. (laughs) And like I said, all the reasons that I told myself I wasn't going to do this today. I wasn't going to record this podcast. I woke up this morning and I thought of a million reasons. I'm not going to do this. 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 And the thing is, you can talk yourself out of it. And we do. We talk ourselves out of doing things all the freaking time. But I have found the moment that I stop thinking and I just do, I just take the step forward, I rip the bandaid off, 
I don't think too much about it is when I've actually been able to face and embrace my fear a lot more. And you know what? You think you're going to die sometimes. You think because the sensations in your body, I mean, the reactions that you have to fear, I mean, the, the reactions I've had to fear at least have been debilitating responses, you know, where I have had panic attacks. I have like where you can't breathe, um, you know, nothing can come out. I'm, I'm getting ready to get up on a stage to sing and my voice is not working. I can't speak. I can't, you know, it's just, and that's where I used to be when it came, especially when it came to singing on stage, I, I, I got through it, but I barely, you know, I was never impressed with how I sounded um, back in those days when I was first, you know, stepping on the stages. Um, and so for those of you that don't know me, I mean, I'm talking to you as though um, you do know me. <laughs> so because I'm assuming the only people that are listening to this are probably my father and my family and my friends. Um, but there are going to be people out there, hopefully, that will tune in and be like, who is this bitch? Like, who is this girl talking about all this stuff? Um, and so, yeah, like I said, I created the Elevated Experience um, as a way to connect to people and to elevate people's experiences through dance, through music, through performance, um, and now through a podcast. And that's why it is the Elevated Experience Presents, uh, the Doing It Scared podcast. And let me tell you, I have faced many a fear in my life. And, you know, if I look at my life as a whole, you know, I could talk about the more extreme cases of me facing fear, which was, you know, me leaving a, a stable government job of 16 years, quitting that, um, maybe leaving, um, an 11 year relationship, a marriage. Um, those were the more extreme things that I was fearful of the fear of being alone, the fear of, you know, not having a secure job, which I still face every day, um, doing what I'm doing because, you know, in me, in my pursuit of happiness, in my pursuit of a better life, in my pursuit of creating, um, something for myself where I feel fulfilled, where I feel like I have purpose. Um, all of that comes with a lot of freaking fear. Um, you know, and I'm sure that there's people out there, at least I've been told by my peers that I seem to be fearless. I look like I have it all together. Um, and I couldn't be further from the truth. <laughs> the thing is, is I've gotten really, really good at facing fear. Um, and you know, like I said, it's like ripping off the bandaid. And so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to performance, you know, that was sort of my first uh, dive into facing fear because my entire life uh, I was very fearful. I was a shy child and performing was something that I, oh, I dreamed about it. You know, I'd be in my room and I would daydream about being on a stage and hopefully being in front of people at some point in my life. But yet there was this other part of me that was so concerned with what other people thought of me. And I, I, I still am. I think we all are to a degree. It just gets better with age, you know, as, as you, as you experience more in life, it gets a little easier. Um, but when it came to stages for me, that was a huge feat. And I feel like that was the very thing um, that I guess inadvertently helped me, uh, helped shaped me as a human um, to continue to face more fear. And the thing is that you think you're all alone <laughs> in your fearful feelings, but everybody feels it. And whether it's like a hard conversation that you want to have with a loved one, or maybe it's just getting yourself out of bed in the morning. Maybe it's facing the day, um, you know, as someone who has suffered from depression and mental health, um, I, I have struggled in my life with that. And there were days where 
I was even fearful of just getting up. I was fearful of stepping out of that front door. I was fearful of just walking around the block. What was I going to wear? What, who was going to see me? Um, you know, I was fearful of taking that first step and talking to someone about my mental health struggles. You know, I had suicidal thoughts. I had gotten to a point in my life where I felt like, you know, I couldn't go on and I was holding it all in and I was not telling anybody about it. And it really was the fear of having to let that wall down and to let people in and be vulnerable and actually ask for help. Um, you know, it was definitely another time in my life where I experienced um, debilitating fear. And my reaction to that fear was the suicidal thoughts. I thought it was better to take my own life than it was to actually admit I wasn't doing well. And I think that is a very relatable thing. I think there's a lot of us out there that are just in survival mode. We're waking up, we're going to work, we're taking care of our kids, we're doing whatever we need to do. We're with our partners, with our friends, with our family, and we are pretending like we have got our shit together when underneath we are unraveling. And that was my, that was my reality. You know, I was hiding, I was crying at any point. It got to the point for me with my depression that I couldn't hide it anymore. You know, I had spent years hiding it. I had spent years pretending like I was someone else. I spent years going to things that I didn't want to go to. I spent years in a job that I hated uh, thinking I had to. I spent years in a relationship with someone that I, I didn't feel fulfilled in, but yet I didn't know what the other side looked like. I had no idea. Um, and it was because I didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was. Um, and it was really through facing those things because I was a people pleaser, because I was someone that would have, you know, this might sound dramatic, but it's like, you know, you'd rather jump on the sword for someone else than do something for yourself. Um, and there's no, um, that's not heroic. <laughs> you think it is, you think you're doing some selfless act by doing things for everybody else. But when you're suffering and you are just barely making it through the day, um, it catches up. It catches up. What you are avoiding, um, you know, it catches up to you. And so that was basically my experience when it came to depression um, and when it came to sort of facing all the things, when it came to facing my job, when it came to facing myself. I mean, that's what it was. I was avoiding myself at all costs. I was walking through life asleep. You know, I spent my entire childhood um, I was an only child and I, I found myself wanting my parents and everyone else around me to think that I was strong and that I had it all figured out and that I didn't need anyone's help with anything. And so when you're going through life from that place, it becomes very lonely. and when you don't know how to ask for what you want you settle for whatever people are willing to give you and i definitely found that in my life i was settling in every way i was settling for scraps because i just didn't know my worth i didn't know um i didn't know what i wanted i didn't know what i was attracted to in a relationship i didn't know 
um, what I wanted to do as a career. I didn't know how I wanted my days to look. Um, I didn't, I could barely even figure out what I wanted to wear, let alone like how my life was going to look. I mean, I just figured that once I did all the things, I figured once I got the job, once I got the husband, once we got the house, once, yeah, like once I got married, once I had that life, the car, the friends, the social life, the money, once I had all that and everything settled, and I wasn't happy, and I didn't know why, that's like a wow, that's a wow moment, you know, and, I'm, and I know a lot of us have it, you know, because we're taught to get all these things, we're taught to go through life and attain all of those things I just mentioned, and that once you reach those things, I mean, by the time you hit 30, I mean, this is like, you know, we wanna, we wanna achieve all these things by the time we're 30 so that we can settle down. Settle down at 30? <laughs> Why are we trying to settle down at 30? It's like life, it's almost like it makes it out like life is over at 30, you know? And it's like, oh, by that point, you're gonna wanna settle into whatever it is. And it's like, actually, it took me that long. It took me until I was 35 to 38 years old to actually figure out what I didn't want at least by that point, I knew what I didn't want in this life, but I certainly wasn't quite clear on what I did want. And now as a 44 year old woman, I can honestly say that, yes, I'm a little bit further ahead, <laughs> a little bit, I would say a fraction, but I'd say I have a lot more to learn. I have a lot more life to live. But if it wasn't through facing the fears of taking those extreme actions in my life, that I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here where I am today and I wouldn't be talking to you and I wouldn't be sharing in the way that I am. And so I'm gonna cut this here because I think I've said enough for today. And it's like, this was the other fear. <laughs> this was the other fear. I was like, oh my God, Leah, don't ramble on forever and ever. Um, make sure that your episodes are clear and concise. Um, I have a lot to talk about. I have a lot to say. I have a lot to share about my life. Um, you know, and the way this podcast is going to work is there's going to be one solo episode a month and then there's going to be one interview and the interviews are going to be fantastic. I am so excited for the guests that I have lined up um, for the next several months. I have a local musician. I have local coaches. I have local authors. Um, I have local journalists. I have people that are facing fear every single day in their lives and they're doing big things. And some things are not even big things. Some are small things. It's like sometimes it's the smallest of tasks, right? I find that sometimes we get so caught up in just the to-do for the day. We look at it as this big mountain that we have to climb. And it is, you know, if you do look at all the things you have to accomplish, it's a huge list. But the thing I've learned is that breaking it down into baby steps is the way to go. And we don't get there by running at like high speed. You know, you gotta slow down. You gotta take it in. You gotta be patient with yourself. And so that's what this is all about, is me hopefully elevating your experience and talking about fear and normalizing fear so that we all know that it's, it's normal. You're going to experience it. You're going to have it every day. It's not going to go away. 
your fears are not going to go away. The thing is, is that the one thing that you accomplish, if you overcome one fear, there's going to be something right on the other side of that, that you have to face that's new and unknown. And you have to face that and you just have to keep walking and you have to keep going. You have to keep stepping through and embracing and creating this relationship with the fear. We don't want to avoid it. We don't want to push it away. We want to embrace it like it's your friend. Embrace it like it's you. It's you. It is you in fear form. We need to open our arms. <laughs> we need to welcome our fearful selves and we need to nurture that side of ourselves. Give that side of yourself a big, huge hug. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe, follow, share. Um, yeah, and just give me a rating. Give me a five-star rating if you think this was good. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your feedback. So I am The Elevated Experience on Instagram and on Facebook. So you can follow me there, The Elevated Experience, or you can go to my website, uh, www.elevating-your-experience.com. And you can see what I'm up to there. Lots of classes uh, and lots of offerings uh, coming your way. So yeah, I'm looking forward to speaking and uh, chatting with you more um, in the months to come. All right. Sending you all love and remember, do it scared. Mm -hmm.